Welcome to the Soul Grit Podcast. I'm Ann Taylor McNeese, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I also love Jesus, and I'm passionate about all things gospel and therapy. I created Soul Grit to be at the intersection of mental health and Christian faith. Christ followers need a place to ask questions and get answers about mental health. Join me as we dive into real stories and real questions from people who want to honor God with their hearts, souls, and minds. Hey, this is Anne. Today on the Soul Grit Podcast, we have a mini episode with my friend Rebecca Lee. This little clip is going to be part of a longer episode that was available last week where she talks about her experience with depression and transcranial magnetic stimulation as a treatment for depression that's hard to treat in other ways. So you're going to want to listen to the full interview on the podcast last week, but for now I wanted to share just this little clip of us talking about the importance of friendship while you're dealing with depression and just as you're going through your own spiritual life and how God uses friends in our lives to help us through the tough times. Listen in. I think even, you know, we've talked a lot about friendship and like even the types of friends that you seek out when you're depressed versus when you're living the high life, you know, like yeah, you're, you're yeah. looking for people who are humble and compassionate and are going to pray for you. And like, God has given you a circle of friends like that. So yeah, I have, you know, yeah, I'm so blessed that way. Actually something else that I wanted to make sure that I hit on mm-hmm. after listening to your prior episodes that I feel like a lot of Christians in particular could benefit from is just the idea of, Um, the role of God versus friends versus practitioners in our Mm -hmm. lives. I, you know, the interesting thing about being a Christian in the world is we are in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, we believe in eternal life in heaven, but for now we are on this earth in bodily lives. And it's the way that we experience God, the way that we connect with God is through our earthly bodies and experiences, right? And I think for me, a direct example of that is how I came to be a Christian was during my college years, right? Mm -hmm. And God was putting people in my life that were strong Christians. And I remember even having that thought, right? Other than maybe one or two non-Christian friends, like almost all of my college friends who are to this day, really important people in my life were almost all Christians. And I remember once I became a Christian, I wrote, I was asked to write a testimony and I, you know, I, I had mentioned that I love words. And so I was, you know, putting some flourishes in there here and there. And I think one of the things that I wrote was that I felt like I was a little torch or baton being passed around from Christian to Christian. Hmm. Like, okay. Like I've, I've touched, I've had my touch. Now you go right. Kind of like I was being, you know, I was like this recipient of unhuman godly love from Christian friend to Christian friend. And you were one of those friends. And actually I remember when we reconnected in our adult lives, you showed me this journal entry from when we were in Mm -hmm. near that you had had on there that you were praying for Rebecca. Right. Mm -hmm. That was such a blessing to me. Like that was an affirmation that of what I already knew was going on, which was that God's grace to me during that era of my life was through people, through friends, right. That was how he reached me during that era was by putting me in community with 
these amazing Christians and I could see, oh, I am connecting with something that my friends are having their life and it's, it's their relationship with Jesus. Right. Yeah. So very similarly to that, I feel like for some Christians, I think I've, have you seen that there's like a comic strip or a cartoon of like, there's a guy or gal like sitting on the roof of their house and it's, there's like been a flood or something Mm -hmm. and the roof. So there's water up to the roof line and they want to get off. They want to be rescued. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're like, God, help me. I need to get off this roof. They're crying out. And then maybe like a neighbor comes by on like a kayak or something. And they're like, get in, get in. And then the guy on the roof is like, no, I'm waiting for God. Mm-hmm. And so they'll stay on the roof. And then maybe another person will come by and they've got like an inner tube or something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, grab on, grab on. And the person's like, no, I'm waiting for God. And then a helicopter might come by with like a rope ladder and the, you know, the, someone's talking from a micro, a megaphone from the helipo- helicopter, like climb up, climb up. And then the person is like, no, like I'm waiting for God. Yeah. And then like the helicopter goes away. And then the person on the roof is like, God, where are you? And then God starts talking and he's like, well, I just sent you mm-hmm. the boat and the tube and the plane. Mm-hmm. And I think that as Christians dealing with healthcare uh, or with mental health issues, that maybe we're like, sometimes we are like that guy on the roof. Yeah. Like you're waiting for God to act in your life, but maybe the way that he's waiting to do that could be through a therapist or through a prescription or through TMS or some of the other alternative treatments that I know are out there. Yeah. And so it could look different or maybe it is through your, your friends or through your pastor, right? I think it looks Mm -hmm. different for, for different people, but I think the key is to be proactive, to reach out, to engage with this area. Cause I think something that I found to be really true for myself is that generally I am a very proactive person. Like Mm -hmm. I pride myself on being able to get things done. I have a lot of efficacy surrounding action, but even for someone proactive like me, I consider myself to be effective in, in finding solutions for myself on various things. When it came to my depression, it was an area where I felt really vulnerable and it was not easy for me to seek help and seek treatment, even though I know it is this huge thing in my life that I know I need to engage with. Yeah, I think that that's, again, a major hope that I have in terms of anyone who's listening to this particular episode, that just to keep repeating the message, it's, I know what it feels like to be in that position where you're so hard up mm-hmm. and maybe even doing basic self-care functions can feel like moving mountains, right? Yeah. Like getting out of bed, brushing your teeth, taking a shower. And yeah. so in an environment like that, it can feel really like climbing Mount Everest Mm -hmm. to get connected to a therapist, a doctor. It's so important and it can really transform your experience. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed that little clip from my conversation with Rebecca. And remember that that was part of a longer episode that was available last week. And I hope you listen in for that whole conversation so that you can learn about what it feels like to have depression and different ways that we can treat it. Again, I want to remind you, if you're not getting emails from me, you're missing out. So go ahead and go on the soulgritresources.com website and join my email list. 
you'll get a free download of a really important tool that I think that you will want to use. The Soul Grit Podcast is a production of Soul Grit Resources. You can find more at soulgritresources.com or on the socials at Soul Grit Resources. You can email me at info at soulgritresources.com.